ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode two of season five of... Um, what, what are we doing again? <laughs> what are we called? Uh, Dice and Pixels podcast. Did you know in September yep. it was our four-year anniversary? Now, ignore the fact that we were off the huh. air for half that time, but it's still our four-year anniversary. Man, I still remember the first day. Remember, remember our makeshift studio? I have the um, photo in the, in the yeah. office. Yeah, like the, the, it was like a door. <laughs> yeah, a and I had yeah. a, and I had like the uh, like the green the green wall actually, kind of. You know, kinda, I was really I was, I was really disappointed. I went to a lot of trouble painting that wall myself, and then they they listed <laughs> it when we moved out, and someone just come in and repainted it, and it was like brown <laughs> or something. I'm like, why would you paint a wall brown? Anyway, we got a we got we got a yeah. shorter show today, and lots to get through. Now, quickly finish up what you're saying to me off air. Something. You're talking about yeah, something on YouTube. Yeah, no, no, no. Pin, uh, I, I, I like, I literally this morning just did like a quick search for like any sort of you know breaking game news that I might have missed, and um, uh, yeah, I just sort of randomly stumbled across Pindex, and they're like little short documentaries, but they're all narrated by Stephen Fry. That's oh, I don't even care yeah. what they're about. I don't care what they're about. I'll watch them. Stephen no, 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 Fry, yeah. Yeah, like they all seem to be sort of like ten to twenty minutes long. Like, like they're they're pretty short, um, but they're they're about pretty cool things. Like I I'm, I was just starting to watch one. It was called How AI Will Seduce You, and it's literally about development into AI around. Um, <laughs> please, please tell me that yeah. episode contains Stephen Fry talking seductively, because that would be amazing. Uh, is it possible for Stephen Fry to not talk? That, actually, that's a very, very good point. Yeah, there was an intro. <laughs> cool, nice. Um, that's a good place to put it too. No, we were delayed yesterday due to due to rain on your hot tin roof. So I'm hoping the weather is more uh, uh, forgiving today. Awesome. So, um. Oh. Apparently it's apparently it's gonna storm today, but I don't know. It doesn't look like it. I'll be later. My daughter's at a scouts camp, so I have to go and get her before that happens. Hopefully, um, yeah. I got a couple little things in game news. They're more about like upcoming releases that I would say uh, I think our audience would like to check out. Um, sorry, I don't know what happened there. Uh, so first off, first off, you you're across. You usually across this. There's a Rick and Morty D and D campaign now. Oh, is there? In, oh, in uh, D&D. Oh, yeah. actually, maybe I have. Especially I keep seeing there. ads for it and stuff. I oh, love that yeah. Rick and Morty, yeah, no, Rick and Morty which is a show that at its inner core focuses on the useless of con- uselessness of things like consumerism and stuff. They have so much licensed shit that gets sold. The irony of that is beautiful. Yeah, well, the, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I have seen this. You know, it's from, it's literally from, um, like, Wizards of the Coast. I don't know. See, I, I haven't looked too closely at it. The problem with this kind of thing is that there's often a lot of like shoehorning that, that yeah. happens. Oh, no, that's what like, I mean. They're, they're licensing a material that will make people want to buy it and they just go, yeah. make it work. Put two people in the room, just figure it out, make it work, do it. And I mean, I mean, look, look, some, some of them, some of them work pretty well. Like, for example, they brought out um, a Stranger Things version. Yeah, like okay. Stranger kit. Things would work. Wasn't there a My Little Pony one as well? Yeah, and look, and look, okay, the My Little Pony one. Okay, I actually would argue that's a little bit better because it's very obviously 
um, like divorced from the main D and D. Yeah, true. Kind, kind of world. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. But the but the Stranger Things one was actually kind of cool because um, have you ever heard people refer to the Red Box? The um, Red it's Box. To do with, yeah. So with D and D, I hope this isn't a no, sex what, thing. What what is this? <laughs> nah. So when, so so when it was first released, D and D basically uh, it was just it was just a red box. So it was like. Uh, this right. was like really like bright sort of garish red, um, uh, and it was the original kind of D and D set that like uh, original sort of starter set that people had uh, back in oh yeah. fuck when was it nineteen seventy seven? Does that sound right? Whenever yeah. everyone thought it was like some satanistic ritual thing that kids were getting into, yeah. Oh yeah, because it had like demons and shit on the front. So I mean, you know, okay, fair enough, fair enough. You know, um, oh yeah, there we go. I found it. Uh, yeah, it's got a dragon on the front. So, I mean, there's like people selling them for, you know, 300 bucks now. Uh, oh, wait, no, hang on. Yeah, well, Sorry, everything becomes the... collectible when it gets old enough. Hang on, scrap that. <coughs> I, I got a... version. Something, just... something like the feeling I get from talking to a lot of people about D&D stuff, right? Um, yeah. I've had, obviously, more limited exposure than you living in the world such as you do. But um, it seems like D&D's like, yeah, this campaign is... And then someone will say, yeah, Wizards of the Coast are doing this. And everyone's like, it's like, it's it's good until they get involved again. They seem to have, uh, you were talking about like a while ago when they were doing the, like the events thing, they kind of didn't do it right. Like it was not good. No. So, so there's a couple of reasons. Oh, and just really quickly, um, uh, to do with the, the Stranger Things thing. The reason why I think it's pretty cool is because they've, they've made it look like the original Red Box. Well, that's cool, right? Yeah, it is cool, uh, and it it looks nice. Like it looks, they've like um uh, uh they've like aged the box and stuff to make yeah, it look like okay. a, you know it's like forty years old. Anyway, okay. um no, okay. So there's a couple of reasons. Number one, the main reason is that wizards are known for uh, half-assing things isn't right, um because it's not. <laughs> it's not that they're half-assing it. It's that they're so severely under-resourced. It's not funny. So they're like, fully arsing it. They're like doing it. They're well, arsing it to the maximum level that something can be asked with limited so, resources. So is Wizards people... of the Coast just like? So are they just like us? Is this like two guys in a garage going? We have to make more. They want more, but we don't know how. It's actually not that like far from the truth. Um, <laughs> God. Oh. So okay, so so the the number of people who work for wizards is surprisingly low, right? So even though this, even though uh, wizards just make an absolute fucking fortune, um, the actual creative team is 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 really not that big. Um, I the would main... recommend they use some of that wealth to arrange more people. Well, keep in mind the deed. D and D traditionally has not made them a lot of money. That's not their money maker. Their money maker is like you know, uh, Magic the Gathering, for example. Oh, that's a good point. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I forgot they. Yeah, yeah. So D and D has always kind of been the problem child, and that they could never make money from it. So, um, back in third edition, and to a certain extent, fourth edition, and sort of three point five in the middle there, um, what would happen? That wizards would just create this fucking tsunami of content, right? <laughs> and like some of it was good, uh, a lot of it was total shit, um, like unplayable shit. 
And it was just because clearly they had some poor bastard writers in a, in a room being told just, just just keep writing, keep writing. There's just the guy coming into the room going, keep writing. It's like, we have nothing left. We don't have any food. Yeah, Please. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God. So, so, so if you if you ever try and like have a look at like the history of um, uh, different like D and D periods, like it's interesting. Like the, they've come up with this lot of lore and stuff around it, but holy shit, a lot of it doesn't make any sense. So, for example, <laughs> ro- um, okay, so so I'm running a campaign now that I'm writing as I go, and I thought, oh, this will be a piece of piss, right? Because I've kind of mapped out the, the like, or I had mapped out the last few months worth of sessions. Because they're going into hell. And hell in D&D is really simple. It's nine layers of hell. Each layer is different. Each one has its own um, uh, 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 like devil lord that sort of resides over it. It's, uh, it's and, basically you know, a Diablo level. It, it's basically you descend and there's a boss on each level. Yeah, but each level is like is is like really different. So like, there's one level which is like completely frozen, and you know there's another level which is just all swamps and whatever it might be. And there's and um there's a distinction in D and D between devils and demons. They are very very different. Um, demons are like just pure chaos, and devils are okay. Imagine imagine you had an entire like realm full of Karens. That's oh. devils. It's all bureaucracy. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. That's so, one would argue that's worse. What level are you? Well, I'm probably not playing the campaign at the moment. But what level did no, you yeah. get to while you were writing it? What are you on? No, no, it was still good. Um, okay, so uh, hang on, just one second. Let me just pull my whiteboard out. No, 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 no. We, no, no. We've got, we've got to, we've got to get into the things. It's mostly because I can't remember the, the names of things. Um, so that's right. I'm just curious, like, what one, level two, three, are you on? Four. Okay, so they're on the fifth level. Um, their target for what they're going for is on the seventh level. Yep. But anyway, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be a piece of piss. Nope. <laughs> the content. Holy shit. Um, between editions of D&D, the entirety of hell changes, for example. So what? it used to be a little Judeo-Christian-y. So you'd have like the Dante's Inferno sort of style hell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nope, it... It changed a lot. So now it's actually um, the nine hells, and I'm doing quotation marks in the air that you can't see. The nine hells are more of a big battlefield between a never-ending uh, war between demons and devils called the Blood Wars. All right. um, uh, this feels that's... like it's straying into what could be a season of Supernatural. Like This is uh, yeah, a little different bit. to the traditional helly so then, thingy. So then... But but in, in current day current day D and D, what people refer to as hell is it could be that they're referring to the hell that is kind of just sort of sits below like the, the the rest of reality and you know when people die and if they're bad they go to yeah. hell you know uh, or if they make a deal with the devil which is where most of them comes from then they end yeah. up going to yeah, hell. Okay. As like they end up being currency, but then the, uh, there could also be that oh, it's an entirely like different planet that was sectioned off, and you oh. can travel to that planet. You can, you can travel to it. It's fine. Um, or <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is this sounds like really convoluted. <laughs> One of the well, level six is um, level six. I think is all water based. So what I was going to do was to get a super circle. And then uh, just periodically, because what I've been doing is I'm trying to make it <laughs> periodically sprayed the players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I've been trying to make it as like 
are as horrible as possible. Right, just, so just give an idea. Okay, wow. so, so if you don't, there could be people listening to us who don't know actually know what D and D is. This is not really D and D. No, I don't this think is more that's just a thing. Players, I don't. No, think that's I'm, a thing. So like, like I've I've even been fucking with people to the point where for one session, um, you know those um, oh god, what are they called? Where it's just like um, it's like a, a, a like an artificial noise. Um, people use them for like um, meditation and stuff. Oh, the white noise um, generator thingies. The, the yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Noises. I can't remember. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but the ones that was like, like the, 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 the more electronic sort <laughs> of ones. You've lost me, but I enjoyed you doing that. So please continue. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so like really like low. I, I went and found ones which are noises that like, like irritate people. And I just had it on like a low enough level that people couldn't quite hear that it was on. And as we were playing, you could see them getting more and more agitated and like arguing at the table. And I was like, "Yeah, that's right." Dude, you're not yes, playing D. You're not playing D and D. You're psychologically experimenting on people. I've seen this. This never ends well. Yeah, 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 yeah. In this, in the, uh, in the level of hell, which was all fire based, um, middle of summer. Yeah, I had the heater on. They didn't realize. <laughs> Holy. Sh- uh, yeah. <clears throat> No, no, okay, okay. So, we so, need to skip over. We need to skip over the, you being a bastard and masquerading <laughs> it as a game, and go into the. Go to the uh, um, I, sorry, I four. So just to bring little, us back onto the point we're originally making, I doubt um, that'll ever happen. What happened? So Wizards of the Coast, yes, have a very small creative team, right? So um, there, there's a, uh, it's what they've produced in the past has all been very haphazard let's say um mm. up until pax where they had um uh, uh the oh god what's his name what's that D? the bald guy i have no yeah. idea what you're talking about it could be anyone it could be literally anyone oh chris perkins of course it's chris perkins so Excellent. chris perkins um i think from memory um so chris perkins is 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 quite good um, as as far as D D goes he's like a D like master and he's i think the primary he may even be the lead designer. He's uh, here we go, senior, senior story designer at um, Wizards of the Coast, right? So he's the one that ultimately comes up with all the the, the big picture story and then designs them all yeah. and whatever. Um, but um, yeah, beyond him, I there aren't that many people who work at Wizards. So whenever they whenever they do stuff, you got to remember there's like only a handful of people who actually work there doing this kind of thing so when someone says oh wizards are doing an event i'm like uh, are they there <laughs> that that was bet, an incredible that was an incredibly roundabout 13 minute journey explaining why wizards make stuff that's sometimes not very good ah <laughs> uh, uh, i have to reroute back onto the tracks that we were barreling down before unfortunately what i must interrupt you. um crap on i'm us. gonna give i need to give no, yours is. Um, are you clicking things? You're clicking things. Don't click things. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Past you- that, there's actually four little things I wanted to shout out, which are games that people might want to look at. These are uh, digital games. These are not tabletop games, but you might look at. Yeah. Something I came across this morning is called Zelta. Check out Zelta. It looks a bit like Starbound meeting uh, kind of Death Road to Canada, Dawn of the Dead. Um. So post-apocalyptic Starbound looks fun. Zelta. Uh, don't think it's out yet. Zelta. I only saw an ad for it this morning. Um, <clears throat> speaking of Death Road to Canada, the guys that wrote Death Road to Canada have what? 
These well, shout-outs. No, so- we're not delving. We're not deep diving. Stop it. No, I'm just having a look. Get down. How do you spell it? Down. Down. Z-E-L-T-A. It looks like there's a beer. A beer called Zelta. Z-E-L-T-E-R. Z-E-L-T-E-R. I'm already looking at beer. Where's this from? Anyway, while well, well you find that and you find a beer, um, the guys that wrote Death Road Canada have just released a game called Cannibal Crossing, which looks kind of fun. Um, oh, there's a game on Carlsberg. Kickstarter at the moment, which you might like, called The Wandering Village. And funny enough, it's by the people that made the very first game that we reviewed, Niche, the genetic survival thing. Now, this game is about managing a village that is atop this massive wandering creature. And the uh, oh. the graphics look amazing. It looks cool. It's called the Wandering Village. Check that out. That, um, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at it now. That does look like something I'd be. Oh, into. it looks incredible. Like it's <laughs> just amazing. That's so cool. Um. Okay. So we'll we'll review that at some point. Anyway. Uh. For this week. For this delicious week. Um. So I didn't know what to review this week. Here's a story. This is there's a story to this. Um. It's a short story and it's not very interesting, but I'll tell it anyway. So. There's been people on my Steam list popping on and off that have been playing some game called Shapes.io, right? That sounds And familiar. I keep seeing people, I keep seeing people in a fridge up. I avoid anything.io because the internet had this weird mutant <laughs> thing happen where they yeah. just add IO to the end of anything and suddenly it's a game. Doesn't matter what it is, you know, pants.io, yeah, it, croissant.io, yeah, like whatever. Yeah, it, it, it's, and it's kind of like if you. Oh, I don't know if people have the same aversions today, but if I say said to you, hey, I've got this great website for you to go to. It's, you know, games.biz. Do you immediately go, oh, yeah. fuck off. Yes, yeah, like, fuck oh, off. Biz. <laughs> they instantly unload themselves all over the ground in excitement. Yeah. yeah. No, it's the same kind of thing. So they add uh, IO to the end of it. Now, you'll remember ages ago. So I, I went, oh, check it out. It's, it's open source and it's like six bucks on Steam if you want to support the the games there is a web-based version but i don't think it's as it doesn't have the performance i don't think it's quite as good and it may not have the same features or something so don't worry about that i'm talking about the steam version at the moment so you may remember a while ago i reviewed a game called factorio um funny enough has io at the end of it but for a very different reason so we'll just call this one shapesio because i don't know if you pronounce these things dot io or eo so i'm gonna call it shapesio because it sounds fancier um, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so it's basically a puzzle strategy kind of factory sim, similar to Factorio. has very basic vector graphics, and you look at it and go, eh, yeah, okay, whatever. So I did that. I went and went, yeah, this, this is kind of cool. Um, th- this is kind of cool. Uh, 487 hours later, this is, <laughs> this is in the past, like, under a week. I've put that many hours into this game. Um, um- I'm playing it now, like the web version. I, I... So, what is this game? I, okay. I don't understand. So, yeah, that's why I said don't play the web version. Um, there, there, you can the like I said, it's open source. You can just grab it off someone. They don't mind. You put money into the Steam one if you want to support them. What you wanted to do. Um, <clears throat> desktop one will run better, be better, and the music is amazing. But I'll get to that in a second. Anyway, basically, you have to dig up shapes and colors, right? So yeah. at its simplest form, you have these different shapes around an infinite map and you dig them up and you have little conveyor belts and you run them to your hub at the middle to deliver a specific shape. So you start and it goes like, you need to deliver 500, you know, uh, four part squares. So it's like a little square and it's got four sections. You go, cool, dig them up, deliver it. Now it goes, now you need to deliver 100 of those that are pink. And it's like, oh, okay. Or, or like red. 
So you dig up some dye and you dig up the thing and it unlocks a painter. And you go, cool, you run the conveyor belts in there and you paint it and then deliver it. Then it goes, aha, now you need to deliver a half circle and a half square that is blue and green. So you dig up two dyes and then you run conveyor belts and you dye one of them and then you run it through a layering which combines them. And the complexity just adds and adds and adds with a fairly simple, there's probably only about, I say 12 to 18 different buildings with different types of upgrades you can get. Um, okay. So it's a puzzle, but it's also a factory efficiency simulator. And this tickles all my trans... It's it's like a combo of Transport Tycoon, SimCity, Incredible Machine. And it's, of course, very similar to Factorio because Factorio was this kind of game. Um, surprisingly complicated. Like, you get to a point that I'm at, I'm like level 15 or something, and it's like, ah, create a little spiky shape with a weird bent cone on the bottom left corner, all five different colors, three shapes, lay it over each other, and please deliver me 25,000 of them. Like, fucking hell. So, you progress through it, you gradually build up a tech tree, and you do upgrades, which lets things run faster, more efficiently, and better. You get a point where you can get blueprints, which is amazingly cool, because you can, like, design this little machine where you run three tracks of different shapes and colors into it, and it will output the thing that you want right, and then you can blueprint it and make shitloads of them, and then just wire it all up. So it's kind of like, uh, it's nearly like wiring up circuitry. Um, but I re- remember in, Star- in Starbound, you used to build these incredibly complex farms that kind of like automated everything, and they did all the things for you. You would yeah, lose yeah. yourself in this game for weeks. This is this is a incredibly addictive game and it's an incredibly simple concept. Um the the other thing that I like about it is the the music in it. It's got a synthwave soundtrack that's been done, but it is incredible. It, like it reminds me S- S- Yeah. You know the you know the word thing? No, no, no. You know the thing I was trying to think of before? Synthwaves. Synthwave, there that's you go. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, yeah, the white noise stuff. <clears throat> but yeah, it's got a, a synthwave soundtrack. So yeah, the Stranger Things intro, that is a synthwave track, for instance. Um, but the music is amazing. It reminds me of some of the like uh, driving games, like the late 90s, where they used tracked music and the demos that came out of like uh, Sweden and stuff. Like there's really cool mod files and things. But it's got an incredible soundtrack, which I just loved. I just left it playing. This is a game as well where you can set it up and you go... Cool, I've got all that set up and I need to make like 800 billion of that friggin' thing. I'll, I'll just leave my computer on and I'll go to, I don't know, I'll go to Cairns for a week and come back and it'll all be done. Hang on, let me just, let me just see if there's... I highly recommend this game. Is, can you hear the audio? I don't know if you can. No. No, 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 no. Well, look, look, anyone that wants to do it, just check it out on YouTube. Um, or better yet, just buy the game. Like I said, it's like $6.50 or something on Steam. It is well worth it if you like games that have a bit of strategy, a bit of puzzle, and have that kind of management element to them without it getting... <clears throat> it's complex, but it doesn't feel overly complex. Like, you're not navigating through massive tech mm. trees or any of this mess. They've done it really, really well. Factorio was great, but you get to a point where the visual complexity of all the stuff going on on screen, because it's all pixel graphics is way too over- overwhelming, especially for someone with like sensory issues like me. And you just, yeah. it's just too much and it's very difficult to manage. You don't know where stuff is. In this, you can create markers. You can like 
click them and hop move the camera over to a certain point. So you go, oh, here's my white die storage and it'll just flip there. It's really, really well done. And they're continually developing it. So they just released a, uh, an update called the wires update and you can do wires and I input outputs and if or then detection on things going through it and gate things. I haven't remotely gotten to that point of the game, but um, yeah, very, very expensive. I actually think you'd like it. It's a it's a deceptive game because everyone I know that's looked at it, it's like, oh yeah, you kind of digging up some shapes. Uh, okay, and it's like, yeah, would you it's... like to play it? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll play it. Click, and then seven days later, they're like, I need to buy more of these, and they have a massive beard and they haven't showered. So it's it is um, a, it is actually it is actually pretty cool. I'm just sort of having a bit of a fiddle with it. Now yeah, this, this is this is where it is because happening. Oh, I'll I'll play a bit longer. I'll I'll play a little longer. I'll play a little longer, and then weeks, months go by. The pandemic is gone. Humanity's been eradicated by robots. Yeah. You emerge for a nice coffee. It's it's good. So, rating um, this very specific type of game. Uh graphics. They're not think- like there's nothing special about the graphics, but they work and they're simple. And given the amount mm. of stuff you end up with on screen. It's actually better to have simple graphics, so I'll give them a nine out of ten. Yeah, I graphics because I mean it. The graphics, the graphics solve the purpose. Yeah, I think the graphics actually are probably perfect. Oh, I'm gonna get one well, um, ten. I was try- I was trying yeah. to be critical, but it's very difficult to be critical. They've done such a good job. The music, absolutely ten out of ten. If I give it more, I'd give it more because I love that kind of music. Um, yeah. Gameplay, ten out of ten. I am actually going to give this game ten. I love this game. I want yeah. this game to have my babies and I've been playing it endlessly. As a matter of fact, I would have it open in the background of recording this if I didn't think it might cause something weird to happen with recording. It's, um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, really, it on, really um... enjoy it. Highly recommend it to anyone that has hands and a computer. And I don't want to alienate those of you listeners that do not have hands. I'm sure you can find a way to play it as well. Ugh, we don't want handless people. You know what? That statement is going to come back to haunt you at some point in your life. Like, like years from now, years from now, you'll be in like a job interview for like the best job ever. And they'll just pull out this recording and it's like, yeah, so while we've been looking into we you, we found this. And they'll play it and they'll be like, what kind of piece of shit are you? Like, what? Who? Get out. Get out of our office. You're fired. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that happening. Okay. So, so anyway... Your turn. Uh, what have you chosen to review for us this week, you person? Uh, Ran out of let's words. have a look. Let's have a look. Don't say let's have a look. You're supposed to review something. Let's have a look indicates you didn't do anything at all. No, no, no. Well, oh. I mean, I mostly, I mostly played Destiny 2, even though some son of a bitch couldn't be bothered downloading it. No, no, no. When someone messages you... Okay, listeners, <laughs> let's have a vote on this. <laughs> When someone messes you at, what, three o'clock on a Friday and is like, let's play Destiny tonight. It's like, oh, I haven't downloaded it. Download it. It's not that big. It's 100 gigs and the PlayStation Network throttles everyone's downloads. So it may still be downloading. I don't know. I just left it on. By the time it reached nighttime, it was like 8% done or something. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, okay, so... Um what Plus, I will it was do, like I, really... I had I spent all of Friday doing like phone meetings, and I find I, as all introverted and high anxiety people in our listener base will be, I suffer from you know how you have mm. FOMO, 
which you definitely have, which yeah, is fear yeah. of missing out. It's like, I want the thing. I want the thing. Give me the uh, thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. People who have anxiety disorders and, and are heavily introverted like myself have a thing that I'm, I'm going to call it phobia, which is fear of being involved. And it's yeah. like, you get to the end of the day yeah. and it's like, we want to do this. And it's like, I really want to do that, but I don't want to do that. And I want to crawl into the fridge and sleep. Because yeah. there's no sound yeah, in the no, fridge. Yeah, no, that's like uh, Annika, my wife. She, yeah. um, her, her, her favorite thing in the world to do is to cancel plans. Like, if she if she's, has to go and do something and someone calls up and says, oh, we've got to cancel... She just, you can just see like a face, little face lights up. She's yeah, so like, happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I can fully, I can fully get this. This is actually, um, this is very, you know, when you were a kid and you always had that person that would say, "Yeah, I'll come to the LAN," and then they'll like everyone will be at the LAN party and you get a call. Oh, oh I can't make it. My car has no wheels. And you at that yeah. point you're like, "Yeah, fuck that guy." Yeah, you piker, you dirty piker. And now it's like, I mm. totally know what was going on in your head. I, uh, I, I get it. It's all good. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so really quickly, um, one thing I did just want to mention just from a digital perspective um, is you're just a because... Digital perspective. You're a digital perspective. Yeah, just because digital. of the whole, uh, you know, COVID thing, obviously. Um, the what? I've Sorry, been... I didn't... What's that? Oh, I've been out of the oh. loop. I've obviously <laughs> missed whatever that is. Eh, don't worry about it. Anyway, <laughs> so um, you know, you, you uh, you've got an Android, don't you? Not an iPhone. <clears throat> an Android phone, yes. I don't have an Android. Yeah, cool. Um, but... I don't know if Android has. Wait, do you have an iPhone or an Android? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if Android has something similar, but iPhone has uh, what they call the arcade, um, which I think it's like ten or fifteen bucks a month, but you get access to just whatever games are on there. Um, and there's, there's a lot of them, but they're, they're mostly like the best of all the games on, on, uh, on yeah, the, high, the highest rate. I'm pretty sure um, Google Play Store yeah. has something similar. Yeah. And a lot of them are actually really fucking cool. Like really cool. Um, like, you know, like even things like Plants vs. Zombie 2, which is a really quite nice game, you know, whatever. That was enjoyable. Anyway. That was fun. Yeah. It, Anyway, so I've been sort of playing a whole bunch of them, and there's a couple that have come up quite recently, which I know that you would like, and I don't know if you can find somewhere. So one of them's called Next Stop Nowhere. Next Stop Nowhere. Yeah. I think you'd like it. It's a story-based one, um, and it's about a, um, like a, like it's a, a, like a space-based one, like, as in like flying around in space, um, like a space courier. Um, and it's, uh, I'm not that far into playing it, but my like 10 minutes in, I was like, Luke would fucking love this game. I'm going to write this down. Next stop. Yeah. Nowhere. Next stop. Nowhere. Yeah. Just like my career. Next stop. Nowhere. Let's write <laughs> that down. Yeah. No, that one, that one's really, really good. You definitely like that. Um, the other one is, do you like Samurai Jack? Um, you that show? oh God, that's taken me back a while. Yeah, I, I never I had much to do with it. I can't remember if I saw all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But a, why? Um, so there is a game. There's now a mobile game. Um, and it got released fairly recently, I think. Um, Samurai Jack. And it's fucking well made. Like, really well made. Samurai Jack. Yeah. Samurai Jack. Um, and it, it even Jack. has... Because it, it, I've never seen... I don't think I've ever seen an episode of it. Um, but it has... I, th- I, like think, initially, I, I think I have. Like, so this is going back ages. 
Yeah, initially it has like a recap of like the whole story, and it makes me want to. It makes me want to see it because the it villain be, looks fantastic. <clears throat> it should be easy to find. You can go back. And um, that. Samurai Jack. Cool. Yes, I'll check that yeah. out. And and the only other one uh, is um, uh, I don't know if you saw because because we have like a big group chat with like a billion people, and I don't know if you saw. Um, that, that's taking... my, my worst nightmare. <laughs> I was not involved in that. Yeah, uh, you're you're in it, but I think you have it muted. Um, but anyway, I um, so there's there was this ad that came up, and it was it was a chess game, and I like took a screenshot and put it into that group, and I went, ah, oh, look at this shit, like this, well, what a bullshit ad. This is clearly not chess. And every single person that chat went, you're an old, old, old man, because Aww. uh because it's a thing now, like an auto battler chess thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand auto. Well, it's not fucking chess then, is it? Anyway, um, you know what? I have an issue with games. You know how there's a lot of games that are like idle games now, where it's like, hey, you just, you know, you go in and you load the game and you kind of, you sweep your hand majestically over the keyboard without touching it. And the game plays itself, and you don't have to do anything. That's not a game. Yeah, that's no. a simulation. It's not a yeah. game. So stop calling so it. Anyway, so this, so this, this one's called Auto Auto Brawl Chess Battle Royale. What? It's actually, it's actually really good. <laughs> auto <laughs> Battle Royale. What do they throw a bunch of yeah. chess pieces into a massive arena? What? Oh no, it's fucking nothing to that do with chess. That sounds horrible. Um, but there's about that. Th- like there's there's basically um it's it's kind of a it's kind of a cross between a um a drafting game um uh, like a card drafting game almost um and yeah okay. um, oh fuck I don't know I don't know I don't know what else this cross with but anyway the the idea is that you've got all these little like <laughs> do you like chess but abilities don't like to play without the strategy oh no it's nothing oh, to do with chess it's nothing to do with chess. Chess does not come into it at all. They, they play on like a checkerboard map, but that's it. There's, there's nothing to it. Anyway, but it's, there's actually quite a lot of, there's, there's a lot of strategy to it. And because I was just getting my ass kicked nonstop. And then I noticed that you get little bonuses depending on what combination of like heroes you've got out on the board at any given time. After you sort of realize that, you're like, oh, right. Okay. Um, and then it becomes a lot more strategic, but it's quite fun to play actually and the way that they the way they they do the games is um interesting i've never seen it before um when you play you super, play in a super group battle auto su- super battle uh, royale auto so chess auto auto machine. brawl chess battle royale auto it, it's brawl chess battle. yeah it's the stupidest name of anything oh, it's, I've ever heard. it's the worst but it's um it is on android uh from someone called panoramic games but with like the word panoramic in no way spelled correctly. Um, but, um, <laughs> this is just sounds like a train wreck. Oh, I'll look, check it yeah, out. That's what, I, that's what I thought it was going to be because I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll check it out. No, it's fun. I was playing it all last night. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. But the way they do the games is you play in a group of six or eight, I think it is. So eight people are playing at the same time. Okay. But you're, random, you're randomly matched with one of those people. Right, and everyone starts with a certain amount of like hit points, and when you lose, okay, this is where the battle every hero. Is coming, I see. Yeah. Sort of, sort of. Every game that you play, depending on um, like how many heroes you've got left on the board at the end, you deal a certain amount of damage 
to the other player, right? And then you get a random match with another player and then another player until you're the only one that's left. Cool. Or, well, I mean, or more invariably, someone else is, is left. Uh, and then there's, a, the, at the end of the game, there's uh, there's like six chests that you can open. Oh, yeah, six players, six players. Um, so at the end, you know, if you came sixth place, you get to open one of those chests. You come first, you get to open them all, and so on and so forth. Um, and then they you can upgrade equipment and skills and whatever for each individual cool. heroes. And yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. And it's, I mean, it's free. It's like, it's a free to play, but, you know, you pay for, if you want to buy extra shit um, but I haven't pay. yeah I haven't really felt any pressure to, to, to pay I don't think it's not that kind <clears> of <throat> game I like that it's probably for you know the hardcore battle royale chess people to pay yeah I should say yeah because that's probably um, a genre but There's yeah so it's not really yeah it's not really a review as, as such but um, well, I, I thought it was actually kind of fun we'll, um, we'll, anyway. we'll, we'll call this section of the show Puck Takes a Look and it's not a review, it's just Puck yeah. opens Sorry. his so anyway. phone and has a look, and he's like, ah, these are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so the original original thing I was saying, um, the, um, uh, I've been looking at board games that you can play on your phone because they've come yep. a long way, massive way. Uh, and um, uh, there are now a few that I would recommend having a look at. Problem with them, they all cost money. Um, like... This can um, be this can be okay. I actually miss yeah. the days to a degree where you could buy a game rather than having to sit through a sea of ads and do it that way. Yeah, I actually and look. Would they like are inc- more games you could actually buy. So they are extremely well-made games. Um, but yes, they all cost money. Usually around about the fifteen-dollar mark. Not cheap, Which, but tell you what, <clears> but still cheaper than fucking hundred bucks for the main game. That's true. Here's the thing as well. It's kind of a it's kind of a scale. Like if you have a game on a computer and you see it for fifteen bucks, you go, "Oh, that's pennies." And it can be the worst game that was ever made, but it's like, "Oh, it's fifteen bucks. It's nothing." Yeah. On a phone, you can have a game that is the most well crafted, story driven, seven hundred hour campaign game. But it's like eh, yeah. seven bucks. Oh, it's a yeah. bit much. <laughs> yes. So I so thought what I what I quickly do. So I thought of what I'd do is I'd mention a few that are 1,000% worth getting on phone. Well, you've got about three minutes and then we have to wrap. So go. Well, I've still got a review to do as well. Okay, so firstly... We, we will um, actually have to do that next okay, week because I literally need to okay, leave the so studio in five minutes. <laughs> okay, so we, we've spoken about this before. Scythe. Scythe on mobile? It's fucking great. Awesome. Like, really, really good. Um, it is literally the same as the board game. You can play online if you really want to, but to be honest, the AI is pretty good, um, and that's fun just to play against. Um, another one, which is uh, also, because Scythe's made by Stonemaier Games, um, there's three three Stonemaier Games on there, which are really, really good. Um, second one is Viticulture, which is um, uh, basically you're uh, running a winery. Okay, like you're you're running a vineyard. Um, I haven't actually had a chance to play much of that yet, but you can see, yeah, it's exactly the same as the board game. Cool. The other one, which is definitely worth looking at, is Charterstone. Now, I've reviewed the actual Charterstone before. I don't know if you remember. Um, it's a legacy I game. I recall. I think it was season two or something. Yeah, it was a while ago. 
Yeah, this is the one where you open up the boxes and unlock different personas and storylines and whatever, all to do with it. And by the end of the game, uh, which it takes, oh, I think it was 12, 12 games, and each game takes about two hours to play, um, you have to play it with the same people. It's just, it's not a game you play once off. And the idea is at the end of it is that you then end up with a board that has like stickers and shit on it that you can, that you can keep playing. Now That's right. I remember that one. That second statement is total bullshit. You cannot play the fucking game afterwards. It's not playable. Period. Um, <laughs> it's a trick. Annika and I spent a couple of, couple of good weeks trying to make it playable, trying to come up with even additional rules to, kind of, to, to bring everything that had been done into some kind of cohesive game. No. No, total shit. It's fantastic. <laughs> As a legacy game goes, fucking great. As a standalone game to play outside of those sort of bounds, no, nah, it's total garbage. <laughs> um, hey, it's it's but it's there. They give you the option. It's nice. Uh, they give you the option, but it's not really an option. It's a bullshit option. Uh, but anyway, a um, couple other ones is Race for the Galaxy. Race for the Galaxy is quite an old game, I think. Um, Oh, sorry. When I say old, I mean like sort of like 20 years old. Um, however, it is one of those games, again, that um, everyone really should have it in their collection, but it's actually not that easy to find. Um, it may be a bit easier nowadays, but for a long time there, it was just a bitch to find. And it's there another one of those games. There could be reprints or something coming too. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So do that 2007. after a long period. Yeah, 2007. So about 13 years old. Um but it's a it's a card card drafting type game, and you have to build up um, uh, like a, 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 a facility, I suppose, or like a a world in front of you, like a civilization where you've got different technologies and and you know uh, uh, whatever it might be, and you get points at the end. Blah blah blah. It takes about thirty to fifty minutes. It's cool. not terribly difficult to play. Um, uh, it's but yeah, it's a fucking great game. The version that's on uh, mobile, some of the writing is a bit small, um, but it's great. I'm really, really good. Like, really Use good. A tablet. I would 100%, 100% play it. Um, Castles of Burgundy is another one that's one of those games which um, really everyone should have if you're serious about, um, about uh, tabletop gaming. Castles of Burgundy is another one which everyone should have. It's it's 2011. It's another one of those games um, that sort of won all the German awards, like one of those. Um, <laughs> you define as... a game by it won all the German awards. Yeah, that, that should oh, be yeah, written yeah, on yeah, the yeah, box. Yeah. Won all the no, no, German okay. awards, all of them. Yeah, no, no, fuck yeah, man. As soon as you see any kind of board game that has some kind of German writing on it, so one like the you know Die Gamerspitzen Award, I guarantee you. <laughs> I guarantee you that it's an amazing game. It's just it's Germans are the, just good at making stuff generally. Yeah, they tend so, to make um, good stuff. Same with audio equipment. Oh, I was just quickly I was just quickly looking cuz I'm sure <laughs> you got, got ga- 40 got seconds. <laughs> Whatever. Uh where is it? Where's the name? You got of it? 35 seconds. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So Seven Wonders, Seven Wonders. So you have a look and there's the uh, Deutsche Spielerpreise, uh, prize, uh, and yeah, but you yeah, know, so Germany has 
some of the best 25 seconds of <laughs> in the world <laughs> so there's that um but then also you know to, like the more traditional ones like carcassonne Catan. Um, is there a Catan? Is there a Catan for a uh, phone, mobile? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Really, I didn't it's, know that. it's yeah, it's pretty good. <clears throat> That's been can... on my list to get for my gaming shelf for ages, but I've never ended up getting it. Yeah, 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 and it's got all the um, it's got all the expansions and stuff on there too. Um, oh, I and did e- that. Each of the ex- yeah, each of the expansions costs like. That. Yeah, each of them costs a couple of bucks. It's not not much. Um, oh, very that's last fine. One a couple of bucks is worth it. Must get. In fact, just go and buy this game because it's amazing. Um, it's a real simple game, but it's called Sagrada. S-A-G-R-A-D-A. Um, I played it on mobile and then almost immediately went and bought the actual tabletop version. We play it. It's one of our staple games. So it's one of those games where everyone comes around and is like, ah, oh, you know, want to play like a bit of like a warm-up game? We play Sagrada. Um, takes I'll have maybe to add this to my game. Half an hour. Okay, so hang on. You've... Yeah. You've run out of time for your actual review. So, what will you be reviewing next week that was going to be uh, reviewed this week? Oh, I don't know. What have we got? Uh, <laughs> hang on. You told me you had a review to do. You weren't prepared. You're the guy that just walks into the exam. It's like, ah, in the study, I'm drunk. Whatever. Fuck it. Yeah, it's all good. That sounds about, that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> did I? Did I? Okay, well, okay, one last story before case. we go. One last story. One story. Have I ever told you? No, no, no. I, about I this, have to go. The I'm not going to mention. No, I'm not going to mention the name of it, but the university that I went to, that uh, for my first year the at school, right? The my, the university I went to um, mm. was a certain religion that was very yeah. uncool because I'm not religious, obviously. But I went there because I hadn't done uh, IT in uh, in high school. I did all like. Um, like uh, uh, more social sciences and I wanted to go into IT so I went to this school because they didn't require you to have done IT to do their initial course in IT before I changed over to a real university but they used to run these events on a weekend uh, these big like parties that no one would ever go to and they'd end up with all this alcohol and shit left over during the week um, uh, that they would just sell for nothing. So like, you know, uh, like a crown, you know, crown lager, they'd sell those okay. for like a dollar, a dollar each. Or um, for some reason, somebody kept buying um, Zimbuka. So like, you know, shots of Zimbuka for two <laughs> bucks a shot. Um, so I, I don't recall ever going to a programming lecture where I wasn't completely smashed on black Zimbuka. That is actually okay because trust me, <laughs> After my QUT course, you didn't miss much. Teach, teaching programming, teaching programming with a seven-year-old textbook is not an effective method of teaching programming. Well, I'm just gonna say it doesn't work like that. Welcome to the new world. See if you can guess. Just, just for the nerds out there, guess what language this was. Now, keep in mind, this was in the year 2000. Java, right? Which is not that long ago. Java, no. C. No. Assembly. Nope. Bo- nope. Bo- 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 COBOL. Almost. This entire year. Bo- what's that one that starts with B? This entire Fuck. year of programming, right? Entry-level programming was taught in fucking Pascal. I think that's a good place to end our show. Ladies and gentlemen, on that great disappointment, <laughs> round up. Uh, and as once was said by Gandhi, go... Uh, play some games and shit. I'm sure he said that at some point. I think you were thinking of uh, Delphi, by the way. Nah, nah. Uh, 
Delphi's just Pascal on roids anyway. No one cares about Delphi. Yeah. Anyway. Delphi's Pascal. This feels like a particular kind of mess that we've done uh, today. Today's show was very much like an exploding meth lab. It was yeah, exciting and colourful, but really not great at the same time. But we'll review more next week. And until then, GG. Dice.